Welcome to the Art Grind Podcast. This is a podcast run by artists for artists, where we talk about what it means to be one. My name's Sophia Kayafis. I'm Marshall Jones. And we're here with our producer. Tun Miai. We're three artists living and working in New York City. And this is being recorded on the fly. And between our many jobs and creative endeavors, we use this podcast to ground us in a space where there are so many ways to lose yourself. So join us. We have real conversations with artists we admire on the art grind. There are people giving money true spirits. Spirits, yes. Of art. Uh-huh. The art spirits. Whew. Jenna Anderson? Jenna, thank you so much for taking care of us. Yeah, thank you for donating, Jenna. Look, uh, your work can be seen at Jenna, J E N N A. Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N underscore art on Instagram. Your work is really beautiful, Jenna. Thank you so much for all of you who have donated. I'm your host, Sophia Kayapis, and I'm here with Mr. Marshall Jones. This week, we interviewed the insightful and generous Miss Kyle Staver. We're just going to start off with a quick recap. Marshall, why don't you kick us off here? Kyle is one of these really smart painters who designs things really beautifully and went to Yale, you know, and, and all that carries a certain amount of weight to it. Sophia nor I had met her before she came in. I had seen her paint her paintings at a, you went to her opening, right? And I didn't know that it was a woman, but I was confused because the paintings felt like they were made by a woman. But the name said Kyle. I was really confused. I was like, where is the art? I really wanted to, I remember really wanting to meet the artist. So mm. I wanted to ask that question. I wanted to know. And then somebody said, she. I said, oh. Interesting. Okay. And, and then the paintings, I mean, they were so fucking funny. She's hilarious. I was laughing. I've never laughed at a painting that hard, like a real chuckle uh-huh. as I'm walking through. I was like, I am in conversation with this woman. I'm not even making good paintings, but I know that I have something to do with her. So what do, what do you think made them feel like they were painted by a female to you? Oh, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Is that bad of me to ask? I think, I mean, she, she did mention today that um, it's hard to phrase a male figure in a way that's not um, menacing or uh, has some kind of agenda, sexual agenda. Nude. And she managed to do that in every painting, neutralize the male figure. Interesting. And paint the woman with a certain sensitivity. And they were, and even though they're very simplified, like abstract figures, the way she paints, like that's very much real Hmm. and felt. Um, I think that kind of tipped it off. And then I think the color, something about the subtle use of color. Interesting. Her color is so good. And I, I, I personally was pretty intimidated by this interview uh i was delighted number one turns out she's super cool smart really nice but you never know what you're getting with like yale graduate with this sort of list in her bio that's as long as your arm you know Mm -hmm. all these shows all these accomplishments Mm -hmm. and it's sort of like who is this person who's going to come in that we're going to have to talk to soon and Turns out she's amazing. <laughs> she's really sweet. And, and she said something really great, too, that 
you know, she said at the end, actually. So it's good we're saying it at the beginning. But um, <laughs> <laughs> full circle. She said, you know, when you're pa- when you're a painter, you do eventually have to what she say push the plow uh-huh. or something. Um, meaning, she's been doing this for a long time. We, she did not divulge to us her age, but she's no. been in New York longer than I've been alive. That's uh-huh. what she did say. Yep. Which means she's been painting a really fucking long time. It shows and, too. And when you paint that long. You walk away with a certain amount of experience, and you have to teach other painters. You end up teaching other painters through conversations that can only be had with one person that's on the other side that has mm-hmm. actually lived through all those paintings. Well, what did she say? She was like, she was like, she sees herself as like a coal miner, yeah. as a painter. Yeah. And it reminded me of that almost cliche Buddhist phrase, like. I chop the wood, I carry the water, you know, like oh, you're nice. ju- you're just, you're working through this thing. Yeah. It's a really beautiful kind of yeoman sort of like work ethic that she has. It yeah. paid off. I mean, her stuff is so stunning to look at and you just want to keep looking at it. And, and we even asked her like, what is that intangible quality in your work that mm-hmm. makes people from, I mean, I've shown her people I know, from different schools and stuff, her work and everybody's pretty much like, yeah, that's a really interesting painting. Like that's pretty interesting stuff. She's not afraid. She's not afraid. She said that she, she's not sure all the time, but that's different than painting. Like you're afraid. Cause she paints like when she says she paints like a coal miner, she's not afraid to get dirty. That's right. And that means you're not afraid to be, well, she's not afraid to lose a precious quality about something. Yeah. She's willing to forgo it's not working, and it, that really shows in the handling of it. You know you know what's interesting about these episodes, too, is I'm now thinking about, like, a new body of work. My show's over, mm. and it's like talking to her about how to perceive fresh starts and how do you fucking do this thing called painting yeah. is huge for me, just That's to sit amazing. and listen to what another painter does. And I, awesome. I needed to hear that, too. Yeah. And she talked a lot about humor. Yeah. I to talk about comedy, what that means in a painting, what that means to... She strikes a specific, sophisticated note that she definitely gets pretty deep in on this episode about how to handle that. Yeah. I remember hearing Bernardo at the Academy one time talk about how humor is so hard to do in painting. Oh, yeah. And it's like sort of beyond something he wants to delve into and Kyle's taking it head on in a really effective way. And she has the language to talk about it, which is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really, I really needed that too, because I find that my work also is heavily loaded with storytelling mm-hmm. and I need to see someone that takes that on unabashedly without embarrassment not ashamed the mm-hmm. fact that they're telling stories with paint and just fully embraces that and and talks about life the way they know it and yeah. that includes the absurdities and the silliness and the ridiculousness mm-hmm. of it all and i i really that struck a, a note with me i i needed that yeah i liked it too how she was talking about like painters who just do 
the myths in total earnest. Like they're like they're the the one guy who's gonna tell you that Greek myth that's gonna matter. <laughs> and she was sort of really taking the piss out of that sort of work. That was really really good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's it. Hope you guys enjoy it. It was an amazing conversation with a truly great artist and i would recommend you guys check out a couple of her paintings at least before this begins or oh yeah pause this yeah check out check out the work just because it's going to give you an idea of her i mean Mm -hmm. she has a really specific way of thinking through these images and it's going to help yeah absolutely get a little what's her website it's kylestaver.com oh sure it's pretty simple couldn't be easier well signing off here enjoy Michelle. Bye. Bye. My name's Sof- how do we do this? Welcome to the Art Grind Podcast. There My name's Sophia Kayafis, and I'm here with Mr. Marshall Jones. Hey. And so, and <laughs> today, good to be here with you. <laughs> today we have uh, Kyle Staver here with us, an amazing painter and artist. Can you play the flute? No, I'm, it's like a <laughs> I don't know. No. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Could you? Could you? quickly just introduce yourself maybe tell us your name your age where you were born uh and raised maybe what school you went to i don't know some some kind of something just a little background okay um kyle staver i was born in uh, virginia minnesota um i went to minneapolis college of art and design and yale graduate school yeah um, I've lived in Brooklyn since 1988. Okay. That's amazing. Wow. I know. You guys weren't even born. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, no. What, what was it like growing up in Minnesota? Yeah. How does that inform your art? <laughs> do, do you know, I grew up in a community that, um, th- that didn't think about art. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know they, they you you skied you snowmobiled, okay. you fished you killed deer hunted you, you hunted yeah it's, it's a it's a pretty um, you know isolated community there, right. there isn't a lot of um, like culture you know there was the Mako and Granada theater where you'd watch movies and make oh. and make out uh, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know but there wasn't there wasn't. I didn't know what art was. Do, do you know what I mean? I sure do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a bad yeah. thing. It was just, do, do you know, if people made things and they d- they made beautiful things, um, they didn't make paintings, they it's didn't crap. make sculpture, um, they would make like these extraordinary sweaters okay. or they would, um, you know, they would make beautiful things. They yeah. would they would make things. Right. But they, weren't, they, they didn't think of them as um, outside of being useful or... It d- doesn't make them any less important or beautiful, but they, they didn't think of them as being art. Utility. You you warm up with this blanket. Yeah, and they were and and they would compete too. Don't get me wrong. You yeah, know they were, yeah, you know the course. state fairs. You know those those quilt women don't fuck with them. You know. <laughs> they were pretty serious. Did you did you feel like a outsider in that community? No, but uh, you know you asked me to think of a story. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, when I was um. 16, I went to a girls' boarding school in Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's uh, cool. Yeah, it was very cool. And um, I, w- I had always done little little cartoons when I was in Minnesota, 
just always did it mm -hmm. with these little drawings. And when I got there, there was this extraordinary woman, she's still alive, um, named Mrs. Moses. And Mrs. Moses was um, like the history teacher, and she came up to me and she said, you know, do you know, I know what's wrong with you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I said, well, that's great. I maybe I didn't know anything was wrong with right. you. <laughs> no, I mean, I knew that something was uh, not wrong with me, but that's what she said. I know what's wrong with you. And I said, what's wrong with me? And she said, you're an artist. Uh, and I said, what is that? And she said, don't worry. There's a it's whole... It's like you have a disease. Yeah, there's a whole community to, of them. Do, do you know? And I didn't oh, know man. that. I didn't know that. Wow. So it was, a, it was an extraordinary moment where, um, you know, these little drawings I made and loved making, it never occurred to me that I could build my entire life uh, around That's this. That's beautiful. Do, do you know? Wow. So she was, she was extraordinary. I mean, she was really extraordinary. She so gave you permission. Yeah. yeah. So, then, so then when I met, um, I, I met outside of Chicago at this girls' boarding school, and they pile us all in a, um, a bus to go to the Chicago Art Institute, because oh, yeah. and we're going to um, a big exhibition, and they load us off the bus, and we're in our girly uniforms. And there's, you know, have you ever been to the Chicago Art Institute? You know, the steps with I've the been. two lions. Yep. Yeah, right. So we're walking, you know, we're up there looking like Madeline from the book, you know, <laughs> yeah. climbing up the stairs, and this guy just takes off his pants. What? You know, and they're like, they don't know what to do with us, and they're herding us back into the bus. Like on the steps. It's like, the yeah, museum? it's just like he's exposing himself to you know this bus. Oh of girl bo girls boarding schools uh, it was it was hilarious but the great thing about that the greatest thing about that story is it was a Renoir exhibition who is probably the most important artist to me um, oh. even even to this day you know wow. so that was that was that was my story I thought about when Mrs. Moses and so the you got to see guy. the paintings. You did though. go back you, in there because you, you were. Yeah, you know, they took us back to the they, bus. They got the guy's pants on and arrested <laughs> him or something. I don't know what they did. I don't know whatever happened to him. I don't know. I don't know if he'd been moved to do it by the paintings, or I don't know if he just stood there and waited for busloads of young, you know, stupid girls to. Sounds like a pervert. Yeah, he was. Yeah, of course he's a pervert. You don't take your pants off for God's sake. Um, but that was that was. Uh, so, so coming to art was, um, you know, a, a kind of, um, like, I felt like Lewis and Clark discovering this whole new world. Mm. To, to, you know, it wasn't yeah. as if um, there, there was, a, you know, a heritage of it in my family or, uh -huh. a, um, you know, my kid is a painter and um, she doesn't have to explain it to me. Right. right. You know, um, and I, I, I get it, but that's but, so beautiful. Yeah, no, it's it's a funny thing, and my parents were scared. Do, do you know? Yeah, not scared. You know what the hell like are you gonna do? Like unsupportive, scared, or no, just like no. How my fa are you my family, my my family. I had I came from a very eccentric family, and um, this was really off the charts for them. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you know, she there she goes. <laughs> what are you doing now? Um, they can't really relate to it as a language. Or no, as an no, no, that's no. But they they loved. This is a funny thing, but they, they loved that, um, and they understood, recognized that it took a great deal of courage to, you know, to be an art maker, as you, because you're art makers, you That's just have cool. to be brave as shit, you know? It's great that they Yeah, so they, they didn't know what I was doing, but they knew it was like, you know, 
like Joan of Arc. Off I went. Um, so Let's that was. Let's talk about that courage a little bit. What 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 exactly do you mean by it takes courage to make? You're art? inventing everything. Do, okay. do, do you know what I mean? I know that there's a culture in it, and um, you know, in New York, there's camps and cl- you know, enclaves of people who do this or that. You know, you can go to a cocktail party and stand next to someone who's, um, you know, they put worms in their nose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you go, hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, but you still have more to say to someone who's putting worms in their nose than you do to the, you know, the corporate lawyer because they're uh-huh. making something. Yep. You know, uh-huh. we, we, we can find common ground. But right. but any, anyway, the, I don't know. Um, it's hard to make a living putting worms in your nose. I think, I, I think some people do that. <laughs> some people do, do. I mean, I don't know. The the living part of it is, you know, the making a living part of it. That's that's complicated. Mm. Um, but the, you know, but to to have it be, um, you you know, your life. You have to make the up the rules. Yeah. You know, like when I go into my studio, there are things I can't do, there are things I can do, there are things, you know, that are, no, 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 yes, yes, yes. And they're all, nobody's policing me. You know, you're a brain surgeon, you right. go cut into somebody's, the guy died, ah, shit, I blew it. D- there's nothing like that. You make up all of the rules. Yep. So it's, it's, I don't know if there are many, um, you know, worlds that people live in where, where they're responsible for every inch of it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's such a great. And that's a, that's at. an imp- that that takes a lot of um, you know a lot of courage. But also, you know, someone can can walk by and say, "Did you paint that?" Yeah. Oh. And you think, <laughs> "What? <laughs> what?" And you feel t- you know, and you crumble. Uh-huh. Right. It's so it's it's very fragile, and yet you have to be um, so completely uh, steeled to do steeled, it. Steeled, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. you're opening yourself up to any kind of comments. They're just oh, yeah. Oh, constant. God. You know, t- someone will come in. I had a, 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 a dealer. I won't tell you the name. A dealer came into my studio, and, you know, I made scones, and we had coffee. And <laughs> No, thanks. I don't want scones. I don't want coffee. And he came up to my studio, and I had my paintings up. And I said, you know, there they are. And uh, he's looking. I'm looking at him, looking at them. <laughs> and I know he hates the paintings. And all of a sudden, I can see them. My paintings, the way he's thinking, like, oh, God, I hate these. <laughs> oh, you know, no. I just hate these. But, you know, on the other side of the same coin, someone comes in and they're psyched about your paintings, and you just go, right. And you're like, oh, yeah, they move. are great. But that's, that's external. The, the thing that has to stay constant and does stay constant is it's very private. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't – but externally, I can, I can fall apart, and, you know, I, I've – million times I've said this I come out of my studio either you know looking for a window to jump out of or I'm Attila the Hun you know the world <laughs> savior oh. yeah, it's, you know it's like rah, one or the other but um, dichotomy that we all no it is it's a real it's a real kind of and I think when I was a younger painter I was more mercurial to you know yep um, more it was more painful I mean it was painful um, and now you know I'm an older painter and I'm a little steadier do you know, I, I take the, the knocks and, um, how do you manage to keep the internal and the external factors separated? Is that a will? I have rules. Do, do you know, like, Ooh. um, I have rules. We love rules. We love rules. Um, if you come, if, if you, I let you into my studio, yeah. right. Um, you don't get, you don't, there are things you don't get to do. You don't get to tell me what to do. 
Okay. You don't get to say, um, you can say I don't like the work. That's okay. You don't get to come to my studio again. But I mean, that, I mean, why would you want to come to my studio? You don't like my work. But, <laughs> but if you come in and say, you know, this part over here, I, I think you should, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> do, do you know? No, you, you don't get to, you mm. don't, this is, do, uh. do you know what I mean? If my paintings are on a gallery wall, you can say anything you want. Rules are different. Mm. Do, do you know? There's like, okay. there's like a... a <laughs> There's something sacred about the. No, the it's studio. not sacred. It's it's you you have to. Once um, you let go of it, it's it's outside yeah, of it your. Yeah, it has. It's like it's like it's world. like raising a child. You know, go it's with God. There. You have you to know. learn this part. What? <laughs> he has I do. trouble you even have putting the fucking go? paintings on a stretcher bar. <laughs> yeah. I hate <laughs> stretching my paintings. That done. You do? Yeah. Why? I never like the idea of done. It's oh. like a it's like a compulsion for me. What if, what if instead of done, because, um, you know, everyone asks, I'm sure you've been asked this a million, both of you a billion times, how do you know a painting is done? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 um, you know, when I first started on a painting, I've said this a million times, um, I'm up all the time, you know, like I have my trusty chair and there's the painting wall. Okay. So when I first started painting, I'm on my feet all the time. And as okay. the painting comes along, I spend more time sitting, thinking, mm. than up. Do you know? And the ratio switches. Yes. And then, like... As the painting goes on. As the painting goes on. You become paralyzed? No. No. <laughs> no, the painting... The, the, you know, painting is like call and response. Ooh, I, I do this. this. The painting says yes or no. Mm -hmm. uh. I do this. The painting says um, no room. I want that. What do you need? Yeah, do you know what? It's always it's always like ne negotiating. Yeah. Okay. But in the beginning, my paintings and I, it's like it's like when you go on a first date. Oh my God, we have so much in common. We can, they're perfect. I love <laughs> we just get along so well. And then you know the third date, you're chewing gum. <laughs> I hate gum. Do you, you know, and that's the same kind of attitude in my with my painting. You know, so. I have to stay more sitting and, um, you know, thinking uh -huh. than acting, to, okay. do you know? And as the, as the painting Thinking motors on, there comes a day, there really comes, I mean, this sounds so stupid, I don't get up. And it, is it finished? No. But the, the painting is no longer responding. Do, do you know what I mean? It's, mm. you know, full at the end. Hmm. Start another painting. You know, right. this, whatever this painting can give you, whatever you can get out of this, like, yeah, yeah, whatever you can get out of this relationship, this interchange, it's, um, it's full. That's you don't have full. to think of it as being done. You just say, you know, unless sometimes, and I've done this, we've all done this, I'll, I'll tear the painting completely apart and then rebuild it. Do, do you know, but that, mm -hmm. that could have been another painting or do, do you know what I mean? It's I definitely the painting is full. It's just, it doesn't have room, can't negotiate one more time. Mm -hmm. Just, it's like throwing stuff at it and it just slops off, do you know? Interesting. Right. So, so I don't think of paintings as finished. I just think there's no more room. It's given me everything it can give me. It's given you everything. Yeah. That kind of leads me into another question. We were looking at your work. I was showing your work to a bunch of my friends today that are also painters and everyone's saying like, they're really playful. There's this fun, like there's there's comedy, there's silliness, there's it's really fun, free. 
the same time, it's kind of balanced with this very serious um, completeness. There's a really a wholeness to right. all they of do your feel images. Very complete. Um, Must be that call and response a little bit. And I'm, it's making me think of the word architecture, architecture yeah. of the painting. Yeah. You I was know, wondering I, if you could talk I, about that. I think. Um, I think I build my paintings. You know, I was—I started off as a sculptor, not a figurative sculptor, um, a sculptor um, before. And um, do you know? You know, when you think about John Singer Sargent, you just know he was on tiptoe with a long little sable brush. <laughs> you know, being very much um, the dandy. You know, like just making things happen, kind of um, as if air. <laughs> but when I paint, you know, I actually feel like a coal miner. You know, I gotta go, you know, gotta go to work. <laughs> and you know, oh, yeah, exactly. And that. and it, it just feels like I muscle them, to, you know, none of this. But I, I love that. yeah, I would, I had a friend who, um, his studio, my studio's a mess. I mean, it's just a goddamn mess. But um, I had a friend, and he used to have, he used to have this little, you know, it was probably pretend oriental rug, you know, this little oriental rug. And, you know, he was like John Singer Sargent. There was no paint anywhere. <laughs> You know, he, he had, you know, he always wore an apron. There was nothing on his apron. You know, it's like, what is wrong with you? What are you doing? But, but it, was, it, it was almost as if he were a magician. You know, like painting was like, Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. um, yeah. I don't know. I had a question about call and response, not to move back Color? so much. Call and response. Call and response, yeah. About. Do, are, do your moves get smaller and smaller? Like... Would you say at the beginning it's bigger shapes and then you're refining to smaller and smaller, or is it all up for grabs? No. Do, do you know the, the other story I thought I can about? tell this about you, though. What? They, they don't get smaller. No, nothing. <laughs> when, I was, when I was in um, graduate school, I studied with William Bailey. Okay. Can you imagine? I mean, the scariest guy in the whole world. I adore him, but I still, when I, even now to, when I see him, I check to make sure I don't have broccoli between my teeth. <laughs> zippers up. Do, do you know, it's just like, you just know Stay you're going to, hi, Bill, you know. Because he, he just makes me that um, uh. self-conscious. But anyway, I was at, um, I was in his painting class, and we were in the, in the painting room, and he was standing outside the door, um, leaning against the door, smoking cigarettes, watching me paint. Okay, when I started a painting, it was as if, um, I, it, I was... It, like explosive, you know, I just kitchen sink, put it in, this, you know, just uh -huh. please something happened, just, and then something would happen, and I'd say, something happened, and then I would um, start getting rid of things, okay. and so Bailey watched me start this painting, and I've never forgotten this, and it still, it still just grabs me, and he came over to me, he was so angry, and he said, why on earth would anyone paint away from freedom? Do, do you know? The way wow. that I had started was just so generous and uh. Um, uh, courageous. Huh. And then when something happened, I just like, oh, oh I have to. Oh, you protected oh, oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. Huh. And he just said, you know, why, why on earth would you do that? So I've, I've never forgotten that. And I think, wow. I, I think I went home and was in shock for, you know, days um, just kind of uh, tasting what that meant, do, do you know, mm. that I was actually um, mm. 
you know, oh, killing yeah, batches yeah. of kittens or something. It, you know, it was just, it was like such a horrible thing to do. So I never shut down. The, yeah, he was, he was, he was extraordinary. But he was so angry, do, do you know, that, uh -huh. that you would just like, because um, it was, um, you know, when I went to graduate school, you know, before when I painted, I swear to God, this sounds so corny, but um, I painted just, it was so joyful. Now, that's terrific, and, um, you know, you want that. But when I went to graduate school, that all went, do, mm. do you know, because you can't, you can't, you have to, you have to be able to walk away from the painting and look at it as if you hadn't made it, do, do you know, to, to be critical, to like make critical, decisions, yeah. to, to, um, to know when, where you need to push, where you need to let, let it up, where you need, um, so for a long time, the joy was just like, <sighs> Was that a, a loss for you, that joy, or did you feel like it was moving to something? No, better? I just felt like they, you know, ruined my life as a painter at, uh -huh. at graduate school, That's you know? Right. Well, you went to, and you went to said. Yale, right? That's a really They were really tough, intense. intense. Yeah, no, they were intense. Yeah. It was intense. But I'm, I'm, um, I'm glad I went. I, it was, it, but it took me 10 years, 10, y after graduating. Oh I wouldn't show anybody my paintings for 10 years. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, it was the smartest thing I ever did. You know, who is it that said, um, some famous band said, you know, don't get out of the garage too soon. Ah, you know, that's you're, great. you're practicing in the, your band in that's the garage. How I feel right now. Yeah, just stay there. Yeah. You know? It's like so. a sacred, secret place. Yeah, until you're ready to come out. Yeah. Until you, you have, you, you know, until you, until you know. Incubation. Yeah, and then, and then it kind of, um, yeah, you kind of know what you're doing in a um, in kind of a cellular way. Do, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Um, well, that brings me to a question, that cellular way. And your paintings, to me, are full of so many great moments. And you were talking about you felt uh, something happening. What does that mean to you? Like you were saying you were painting, and then something started to happen. What does that feel like to you? There's nothing better, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing better. Um, oh, boy. I used to talk about it to myself as if I were waiting for a heartbeat, you know, for life. <laughs> you know, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I always think I talk to myself about my paintings kind of um, ridiculously, romantically, but it's okay. Um, but now, I, I don't know if I'm looking for a heartbeat. It's just something that, um, do you know that the, the, the painting becomes alert? To, like the you make a move here, okay. and then you make this move here, and in doing that, something over in the left-hand corner awakens a little. Awakens. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the whole painting is alert. Because I think, I think that's, for me, like... People talk to me about my composition and how important that is to me. Or, and it, it, composition is everything. But when I think a composition is working, it's when all of it is alert to every move you make. You know, as if you have you ever played that game Cat's Cradle, or uh -huh. you know, like mm. you, you know, and you just keep tangling it up, but everything mm -hmm. is connected. That's yeah. that's and the, and you get the, the the thing gets denser and denser and and more compressed. Yeah. Do, do you know? And I then I feel like that. Yeah. I get that. Um, 
feeling when I look at every one of your paintings that the color, the tonality, the compositions all weaving together and serving each other in a really, really beautiful way. It just Thanks. feels really purposeful. All the things are purposeful. There's nothing yeah. that's like an extra whatever. No. No. I love not. that. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it's... It, yeah, it's funny. It's you know that you, that's that goes back to like negotiating. I was working on a painting. This is a couple of years, some years ago, and I, I I wanted snow in it. So um, I couldn't get the snow to work. So I I three o'clock in the morning. That's when I wake up and do all my thinking about painting. And and I decided, well, just get rid of the snow. So I went in and I got rid of the snow. The painting's working like a little champ. I went back and I woke up and I was heartbroken. Heartbroken. I'd given up snow <laughs> but, so what if the painting's working what did i what did i what what was the trade oh. so by god i got snow it, you know but it was like it, it, sometimes when you're you're trading out to have the painting come home uh. it's too big a cost do, wow. do you know i don't i don't yeah I so it. in terms of just your process then are these all discoveries on the canvas? Or are you doing like studies and mock-ups and things? You know, I do a lot. I used to, I, I can't believe I did this. Um, but years ago, I just put a canvas up and have at it. Uh -huh. You know, like a good abstract action painter, you know, was supposed yeah. to, American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so American. Um, and um, I don't do that anymore. You know, I, I, I make a million, trillion, zillion, gagillion drawings on typing paper. Okay. And the reason I use typing paper is because uh, who cares about typing paper? Mm -hmm. Doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I do these million trillion. If you come to my studio, it's it looks like fall. Only the leaves are. Drawings. So there's a million. <laughs> and then you know you 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 look down and you think, well that's you know you pull one over and I, like I like I like something there. So you pull that over and you pull this over, and then you make another million things. And then then um, so something's starting to. Starting to, starting to jive, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> and then um, I start doing ink washes. Okay. And that's, you know. Based off of a sketch. Yeah. Just trying to get a little light action going. Then I start to build the paintings. I build my paintings out of clay. The reliefs. The reliefs. That. Yes. Right. So all Those of that's, that's kind of going on at the same time. Then I start the painting. Okay. You know. And... Um, at that point, you know everything. I know. I know nothing. Really? Because, well, no, 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 no. I. That's not. That sounds. That was so dramatic. I know nothing. Okay, <laughs> I know some stuff. But the problem with painting, and this is the problem with painting, is nothing is like a painting. Okay, all the reefs in the world, all the millions of drawings in the world, all the <laughs> ink washes in the world, and the best part about paintings is okay. So here you are in your. I've got a. I've. I, we all have. Do you have your painting chair? Do you have a painting chair? I have a painting She's chair. She's in it. Okay. Well, my painting chair I've had for like 425 years, <laughs> and it's it's a it's my lucky painting chair. Okay. You know, and I have to have my lucky. <laughs> I have you know rituals, right? Yeah, so I'm yeah, in yeah. my in my chair, and I'm looking at my painting, and I think, okay, that left hand corner, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna cool it down, bring it out right here, and then there's the land between getting out of your lucky chair, crossing no man's land to the painting oh my god that is real oh it's real and so you're you thinking you're going over there and all of a sudden why the hell am i painting in the left hand corner i don't know 
I don't know. Wow. I mean, it's just like, what happened? Yeah, do you know that? It's like there's – you can – the part of me that's a painter doesn't even listen to the part of me that's talking to this right now. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know what she's – because the – Painting is painting, uh-huh. and this is talking about that thing. Right. Do, do you know what I mean? William Kendrick oh, has, so great. has a great video. I've talked to you about this in uh-huh. his book, uh, Six Drawing Lessons, and he kind of separates the two selves. And he's he has himself and himself, and one is in a lounge chair and one's drawing a rhino. And every time he starts to draw, he's like, no, 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 that's not right. Remember? We look over here. He's like, did you just leave yeah, me alone? alone? <laughs> just get out of here. It's just like this constant banter, and I think every artist yeah. has to deal with did that. I, had, I, did a, um, I did a panel discussion with, uh, of all people, Carol Dunham okay. uh, last, um, last winter at the National Academy. And so we got together to talk about what we were going to talk about. The National Academy around here? The National Academy of Art. It's used it, to be it, upper 80, side, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting I'm an 86 year Yes, <laughs> they're gone now. They're, the building's gone. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. so we were going to do, you know, do this talk. And so we're sitting at my kitchen table, and we've been talking about, talking about. And then we were trying to figure out where this thing lived, this painting thing. And so I said, well, maybe it's, like, right here. <laughs> I said, no, I don't know. Maybe it's – but it was – Where it lives in your body? I mean, where is it? Uh-huh. Do you know? I don't know where it is. You know, I said, I, I don't know where it is. I mean, we were talking you – know, and um, – Carol Dunham is brilliant. Have you have you ever read what he Mm-mm. he he's extraordinary to have in the studio. He's he's got the best eye of anybody in the world. Um, he writes like a champ. Uh, blah blah blah. So so and and then wow. when it comes oh, to wow. talking about this thing, this thing that happens between your chair, no man's land, and the painting, nobody knows how to talk about it. You know mm-hmm. in a in a real way that's so true you know it's just um but do you feel do you feel it in your i mean is it visceral at that point just completely non-intellectual just a reaction oh yeah oh yeah when i'm on (laughs) not it doesn't happen very often what what did gustin say he said Mm -hmm. every once in a while when he's painting he'll get five minutes of being on and he just knows that Rembrandt lived there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you just get to a, p- a place and when, well, so, sometimes I, g- I get to a place in my painting I can't do wrong. You know, I'm not even thinking, you know, like you said, how did you mix that color? Don't talk to me. Yeah, I don't even, I, I you know, uh-huh. I don't know. But I can't make a mistake. And it doesn't last long. And the next day I might have been all wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'll sit in the chair and go, no, you, uh, but it, feels like that mm. i just feel like i'm so connected yeah. to the, to the painting do i always you, compare know? that to prayer <gasps> that's a like nice when thing you, like because you sit in church and pray all the time whatever you go every sunday or maybe you just do it at home and it, for everyone has a certain way to access that you know whatever nirvana thing you don't always get it it's not a guarantee it's once in a while you will get moved by something yeah your brain will take you there and you're just weeping or feeling one with the universe or something. I mean, people get that from being high as hell. Uh, they could be on something and feel like, I don't think that's less than just because it's not in a church or in a studio. It's something really real. And I think that a painter is addicted to that. I'm addi- yeah. I want that. I want to feel well, that. No, of course you want to. Who doesn't want to be? Well, but do, you do know? we have a guess of what that is? I think it, I would call that God. 
but I think it's I, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. You tell me, Cobb, what is it? Um, do, do you know? It's the only time that I think that there's um, there's a bigger thing. You know, it could, it could be God, but it's like a bigger bigger thing than me. Yeah. Do Do you know? Yeah. Um, it's like there's a certain... Are you reacting to it or worshiping to it or no. humbling no, no, to no, it? No, 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 I'm just painting. You know, I paint all the time. Do, uh-huh. you know, do you know, like 90, 90, 90, 90, 90% of the time in my studio, nothing like this happens. I'm just, right. doing, I'm just doing my job. I can, yeah. I can count on my hand the amount of times I've felt that. Yeah, but, it, you know, everyone's, it just kind of walks in and I'm on a, on a I mean, I'm sure if you're a jazz musician... Jazz musician on here, and yeah, I'm sure he I talked like about he like when he hit. in that space. We didn't talk to him enough about that. Yeah, yeah. But he said it's also a negotiation, and you're just really in the moment. And but it's yeah. communal. Like I think it's e- like your our call and response is us to a canvas, which is inanimate, and his is to people within the room. Fourteen other people. Yeah, which has got to you've yeah. got to feel that charge. More but often. but his connection. I mean, I'm not a musician. But his connection to his instrument has got to be very, as intimate as our relationship to our paintings. Yeah. And um, he, he, yeah. he, I'm sure a musician, I, I don't play, I don't know why I'm even talking like we this. but I'm, that thing like, a per, like another person. But I, I'm sure that there's some nights when he just, you know, it was just like kind of making love by rote. And then sometimes, you know, sometimes it's yeah. just like, Man, what was that? And sometimes it's like night deer. Do, do you know what I mean? It's uh-huh. and that's how it feels with painting too. Just sometimes it it has this other quality, but you know when you're there and you know when you're not. Yeah, that's and the maddening part yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, it's a it, it's a life. Do you know? I mean, I I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Would you say that that moment is when the part of you that's on the couch and the painter are in the same place? No. No, the couch person doesn't doesn't They're know shit about person. it. <laughs> no, the couch person, you know, it's like, Burn the couch. yeah, that's this is like the bot, you know, the bossy person, mm. you know. But I do, I you know, I do think I draw my paintings all the time, and I think that uh, I read somewhere where you know a basketball player um, he has to like ten thousand um, free shots or yeah. something before he has motor memory. Yeah, uh-huh. right. And there's something about drawing my painting again and 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 again, so that I just it's real to me. You know, my paintings are invented. You know, I don't I don't have models. I don't you know they're 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 all pretend. So in drawing them and in building them, there's some place inside of me I'm making them real. Do you know? So that I can you know it's not. And that's that courageous. Part as well. You know what? Painters are painters, artists, musicians. You know, people who do stupid things. It's it's courage. You know, it's 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 about courage. It really is. You know, I mean, God, it's so it's so stupid what we do. Do you do you? So I'm not going to ask that question. Speak to that a little bit. How stupid it is. Well, God, do you know? Do you know how? I don't know. You know, I I I miss it. like when I go to visit my f- family. They they're not around so much anymore. But um, or when I go, yeah, when I go to miss, and they're not painters. How lonely I get. How how lonely. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you can be out of your studio for, you know, a week or something doing something and, and you just feel lonely. You know, mm. you need, we need each other. Do, do you know, that's what, you know, like when I was younger, I was probably much more competitive. You know, like, ah, she got a grant and I didn't mm. fuck her, fuck her, fuck her. You know, like, ah, I hate her. And now I feel, um, you know, it takes a village. Um, and I, I feel very, um, uh, you know, unbelievably grateful to have a community mm-hmm. and, um, and t- to support me. You know, don't get me wrong. There's some, some stuff that happens, I think. Ah. But, um, but for the most part, um, I just love us. You know, I just love our, my kid says I can't use the word tribe anymore. So no, I love our community. I wanted to ask you that, though. Who, who is your tribe for Who's right tribe? now? Like, who, who are you in conversation with? And who, what painters? Yeah. You know, I have, a, I have right at this moment, um, it's coming down on Sunday. I got to curate a show at Zurcher Gallery. Oh. She mm. said, what do you want to do? And I said, well, <laughs> I want, it's called Dance With Me. And it's all the women in my life. Um, who've been, you know, Kathy Bradford, um, Julie Heffernan, um, Julie Evans, there's 20 of us, June Leaf, do you know June Leaf? Yeah, June um, yeah, um, who else is there? I, I don't want to miss anybody. Helen O'Leary, Janice Nowinski. Um, these are really powerful, really wonderful artists who've, who've been around. And so I just put this incredible show up. Oh, I mean, it was, singer. yeah, it was, and we had... A big fat dance party. Nice in the gallery. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, dance yes. with me. Yeah. I, I oh. did one other show like that, and I was like, yes. <laughs> I know. It's just you know, you, you know great. that the end of a at the end of you you have an opening and you're out of your mind and and then they take you to a Chinese restaurant and you're sitting at a table <laughs> and you're stuck in a place next to someone who wants to ask you um, why you you know what do you think of it's like. I don't, I get, you know, all I want to do is like drink a little bit and um, <laughs> dance, you, you know. So with, when I ha- started having dance parties, no one can talk to me. Uh, yeah, that's a good. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what do you think of, oh, it's my song, come dance with me. So um, that, that was, and then you just get to, um, you know, just dance kind of a, almost, you know, when when I dance with these women, and I've done it for years now at special events, and on s- Saturday I'm going to do it again for Janice has an opening at um, John Davis, and we're going to have a party and we'll dance, yeah. you know, we'll That's just great. dance. So it's it's just it's uh, so these are the the women that have supported me and I've supported, and you know when something good happens I call and say yay, and when something bad calls I come, fuck them, you know, and right. like you know. Right. Meet me at the bar. We'll take care of this. Well, you said something interesting that I don't think many people acknowledge enough. Like you were, you were saying, there's room for all of us. And yes. I feel like so many, like, uh, fundamentally, if we're painters, we're all just putting paint on a canvas and showing a bit about ourselves. And I think so many people think there's a right way to do it and a wrong way, and they don't do it the way I do it. And it gets, it's like, I'm not interested in that way of looking at it. Right. It's too much about, oh, look at me. I'm I'm the only individual. Right. I think that's good to be in your studio and think that you have, you have, that's why we're artists. Right. Just function like that. But it's so healthy to remember that there's people that 
are doing that too. Right. I think that's the beauty of this podcast too. I think anyone that listens to this is tapping into that. Right. You know, because it's so important, especially in a city that's enormous. It's small though. Do you, do you know? It is small. It's, it, it is small. <laughs> you know, it's 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 really small. <laughs> but it's easy to feel isolated. Yes. If oh you, yeah. You, you can do it. you can do anything yeah. here. To, but do you know? But you can't use it up. Do, do you know? You can use other towns up. Yeah, that's right. I, I lived in Minneapolis that's for a while. So I used Minneapolis up. Do you know? That's like, how I, feel I know. It's that's just like it's uh, it's not. But in New York, you can't use it up. Yeah, that's you know, I was true. In the, I was in this group show at this um, this gallery. I, I you know it was a terrific group show level. And I walked in and I said, I know no one here. You know how I, I've been around forever. Who are you? Right. But that was wonderful. I thought there, there's just all these places to discover, yeah. you know, and all of these communities. Um, I, I think that's pretty terrific. And, you know, I teach, uh, you know, the studio. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, on the one hand, I, you know, Paul Reska's my pal. He's 90. Um, June Leaf's my pal. She's just turning 90, you know. Yeah. I have pals that are 26. Do, do you know what I mean? It's probably one of the few areas that our community, um, there, there are no barriers. Do, right. do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. Um, so precious. I think that's, it. you know, I have friends that are they, them. I mean, right, and right. it's, that's fine. In our community, there's room for all of that. And you don't, you don't get the, well, what does that mean, or whatever? Yeah, do, you, do you know there's? And that's absolutely. specific to the painters themselves, not the audience that we sometimes have to cater to. That's no, that's to but us. that's that's us. Yeah. That's our. I love that. Yeah, I I there's really love that. There's definitely an us it's to a it. Separation. Yeah, yeah. yeah but there sure. is, you know, there, there. It's like if you're in a party and there's all kinds of brain surgeons in the corner, they're they're gonna be their own us. Do, do you know? Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I remember telling someone. Um, <laughs> I said, well, you know, I'm not a brain surgeon. You're thinking that, you're saying I'm not that smart. And the woman said, you know, I'm married to a brain surgeon. They're not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, the time we spend in this feels like way more than a brain surgeon <laughs> does, right? Yeah, but look at, yeah. I mean, it's like 24-7 your entire uh, life. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, no, it's, 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 I think I, it's the richest life I could have imagined for myself. Do you know? Yeah, I, it, it really is, and um, and I'm. Um, do, do you know? I don't. I don't feel like I have to stop doing it. You know? Do you, do you, did you know Leonard Anderson? I don't know. Do Leonard you know Anderson. the painter? Mm -hmm. do, do you know his? I'm gonna yeah. look up all these names. Oh, these are. Do you know these? He he know. died like a couple years ago. He was 87 when he died. Um, uh, you know, he's uh, he was a really good friend. He was blind. He had macular degeneration mm. and um he taught at the at your school um you'll love his paintings the the new york academy yeah or Arts yeah he did for a while he taught he taught huh. he did a lot you know he's but anyway you know until the day day he collapsed and then like a week and a half before he died he'd climb his stairs to go to the studio you know yeah. he just won't use in the studio uh -huh. you know? he's in the studio he just painted and painted and painted so I have a question about your work. I want you to put this in your own terms. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I mean this with like every bit of sincerity because I see so many paintings a, a day. And yours, there's something that really engages me. I think your work is compelling 
and I just want to keep looking at it and looking through it. And what, in your words, do you think makes your painting so engaging? Hmm. Um, hmm. Do, do you know, some, some paintings release like a firecracker, okay? okay? There's nothing wrong with that. But you, you see them, off they go, and they're done. Uh-huh, you know, okay. They're spent, Okay. To the it, viewer, they get spent yeah, quickly. Yeah. yeah, they're they're like, wow, and that and they're very exciting. Okay, uh -huh. but when you go back, it's like telling a joke or something. The next time you hear, it, yeah, it's funny, but it, it's not that kind of the, the excitement right? of it. They don't they 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 release quickly, mm -hmm. and um and they're spent, and then you have to go to another painting. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Okay, um, but the paintings that I love. Um, release in actual time. Like if, if I'm uh, thinking, uh, I'm going to think about Rembrandt because I think about Rembrandt and I think about Titian. But the thing about Rembrandt is that his paintings release in real time. Okay, if you, if you, you know the Susanna painting at the Met? Mm -hmm. Okay, so there she is. She looks like a pearl. It's the first thing you notice. Count, you see the woman that's doing her pedicure or something. I don't know what she's doing, mm -hmm. right? And then count a little bit more, spend a little more time, and up floats someone on her side. Okay, and the painting just slowly, in real time, and as folds. if they were telling a story linearly, linearly, uh -huh. it just starts to, you know, unfold. Uh -huh. And then the very last thing you see is David on the top of the tower who's it's going to be a big shit show because he's, he's going right. to kill her or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bad, bad story. But when you're looking at the Rembrandt, he's in, in control. He's, it's like he's holding your hand, taking you through the painting, l telling you the story in hi exactly the way he wants you to have the painting um, tell the story. Yeah. To, mm. to know. Like if you look at Netherlandish paintings, um, there's no hierarchy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's all it's all like it's almost like reading. Mm. This word is crystal clear. This word is crystal clear. So you have to kind of you can't kind of look at it and have things come up and back. Mm. If you it, 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 Netherlandish paintings really need to be looked at part to part like to part a zine to part. or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which like is floating <laughs> paragraphs everywhere. Yeah, uh -huh. but but Rembrandt is is. Um, is a whole kind of experience. It's almost like a performance. Mm. Um, Things that come to the surface and then and then and then are come back, but they else. come they come in the right time. His timing. In the right time. Right. That's thrilling to me. That sense of time, and um, taking you through the story. So, I, I I work a lot with the paintings on what's seen, what's not seen. Uh, what you notice first, what you notice second, you know, um, that the light is internal to the painting and coming out rather than it being a, like a light source that, you know, like the light hits here, then it'll hit there, then it'll hit there. You know, I don't care I about that. I feel that in your paintings, absolutely. I don't, I don't care about the, the kind of external logic. Right. It's a logic that's, that's built into the painting that's about how the, sto the painting is um, revealed. Wow. Right. Do, do you know, wow. th and that's, and that's exciting. I mm. do like 
paintings that re release all at once. I do. I just don't want to make them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's a great yeah. answer. That's such a great answer. Is that a great answer? Oh, good. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like that's why I keep looking at them. Like, I, I don't want to say circle around because that's too generic, but you do just kind of move around them and constantly sort of get delighted by things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I, like th I like that. I like that the paintings have, um, you know, a lot of things that they want to tell you. A lot of... Uh, but I also... I also it, it's absolutely critical to me that they be absolutely funny. Mm. To, I mean, not like, knock, knock, who's there? Right. But um, funny in the way that, do you know when you look at, um, do you, you know this this um, painting? It, it's, it's another Rembrandt, but Rembrandt's um, The Good Samaritan. You know, the guy is helping the guy on the horse. And right in the corner, a dog's shitting. <laughs> And so you think, well, what the hell is that? It, it, it's kind of funny, you know, like, but the other thing is, is that, that something extraordinary, because this, you know, the, the parable of the Good Samaritan is, you know, is behaving extraordinarily. Right. Has to, can and has to happen while something so um, ordinary is happening. Ordinary is happening, You know, it's yeah. like when um, in, in Bruegel's, you know, when Icarus is falling, you know, this tiny little Oh, yeah. Thing. You know, these water. guys are just plowing. Uh -huh. You know, and there's probably a dog, because it's Netherlandish, there's probably a dog pooping somewhere. <laughs> they like whizzing, pooping dogs. But, um, d d yeah, anyway. Um, That's amazing. I, I just have to use the restroom really quickly. Do you think yeah, you let's could just take, take, a, take a, a Yeah, take a little break. It's important to me, and a lot of the jokes in my paintings I don't necessarily think translate. They're just kind of for me. You yeah, know? yeah. And well, there's, some, do, do you know, one of the things, uh, uh, when, when, um, okay. Let's say you and I are standing next to each other. Okay. If I'm really, really close and kind of slightly leaning on you, uh -huh. that, that indicates some, one thing. You were very close. You know, we're, we're lovers, we're, but we're intimate. You know, what, whatever that means, okay? If I'm at another distance, we're friends. You know, if another distance, another distance, we're in the elevator together and we're trying not to talk. Do, right. do you know what exactly. I mean? Like, th like that kind of, that, that kind of thing. Now, why am I saying this? Because, um... Humor. Humor. It's, it's not so much humor I'm talking about when I'm talking about those kind of intervals. In a painting, an interval will will kind of tell you um like the the the, the relationship or the hum humanity between maybe this and that you know if these things are like really close right. even though they're not human you 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 do the same thing these are yep. close mm -hmm. this is yeah. not you know if they're close that that um in the painting that will spark a kind of you know again that call and response because a viewer has the same thing you know mm -hmm. you will get things operating like that if you tell a joke in a painting that's like a, like a vis visual pun or something and it's not d done through the painting language it will read but it'll go off and be done mm -hmm. and it won't it won't set that thing up <laughs> am i being clear uh, I think I'm getting it. Yeah, it, it's it, it's like humor in a painting is um, is not just a visual. Um, it's 
reference. It's tension release. It's about tension, but it's also about um, oh. oh boy. You know, I need to talk to that part of my thigh that's the painter, because yeah. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it when um, when I'm being a jerk, and when the thing kind of releases as being a, a you know a decent human being or are yeah. you are, are you is it like the because i don't find the humor in your work to me is not a one-liner it's not no. like a new yorker cartoon no but it, there is something almost about how existence is a little funny you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that is that? Oh yeah. Of, okay. Oh yeah. You know the the um, yeah. I mean, just being a human being is ridiculous. Do, do you right. know? Like there's exactly. a level of absurdity. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, a woman riding a swan. That's kind of silly. Pretty funny. But she's taking it very seriously. Do, do you I know what I mean? She's very no. You know, she has um, uh, you know, kind of a noble presence, and um, and if you will allow her. Um, she takes you past it being silly, and that's where something else happens. You know, do you know what I mean? Right. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, and that's I love that. Great. I love that in a in a painting where something um, that's so often, you know, kind of the irony in painting or the you know knock knock who's there fuck you, right. kind of quality um, is all about you're in, you're not. Um, we just made fun of you. Yeah. Or right. Yeah. That's Marshall exactly what we were that. talking about. He yeah. said it's a cheap exploitation. Yeah, it's not irony. it's not um I you know, without irony, painting is sentimental and ridiculous. And it's an unbearable. Uh, I mean yeah. that's where I that's where I get <laughs> without s- without some irony. Yeah. To, do you know what Kinda I mean? Like or something. What what was yeah. Well, y- yes. Yes. And um there are many artists that you can just say, Jesus, you know. Um yeah. You take yourself too seriously. I uh-huh. mean, do you, do you know, I make these myth paintings, but there are people that make myth pa- paintings and they mean them and they're awful. They are uh-huh. terrible. I mean, I they're totally really, agree. I mean, they're really, That's it's like, I yeah, no, I get to change, I get to change the story. I get, I you know, know, I get to, I get to do whatever I want to do. I think the one you did of Joan of Arc with the flag with the, for France. With the poodles. But the, the study poodle, one, the study, oh the, God, the, the one that so was before, good. or maybe you did a second one. I did no. I did a small painting. There's two versions of it. Well, there's a tiny little painting, and then there's the big painting. I think that the tiny one made me laugh. We both laughed out loud. Oh, good. Zoomed in on yeah. her face, yeah. and she had this little. Yeah, no, she's. She's <laughs> holding her little flag. Oh no, she's got her. She's got her French flag. So, so I, I was, um, I made those paintings because I'm going to Paris. Okay. And, and I made, um, I made Miss America, who's riding a bull, and oh, yeah, Joan of Arc. So it's this pair. Right. Okay. Right, because I'm going to I'm taking over Paris, and so the the Miss America had the American flag skirt. Oh on. yeah, 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 so yeah. And a bull, rearing bull. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, yeah. So I, I'm telling Gwenly, the woman who owns the gallery. Yeah, I got I got Joan of Arc and the French poodles, and she said, French poodles. I said, yeah, French poodles. She's she French poodles. I said, what do you call these? Do- They're not called French poodles. Oh. I said, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm American. 
<laughs> and um, I got French poodles. Okay, okay. Oh, she man. Did, she didn't she didn't get that that was just to you know that I didn't put baguettes and it was you know yeah yeah or croissant. Right. But it is a deep humor that does last for me, and I feel like there's certainly, like you said, there's a little irony, but they don't live or die on irony. Like there's a sincerity. To no, but it you know too. what? What irony does is it like cuts it. So like if you're having a, a margarita, that's why you put like um, salt, salt or something, because yeah. it's otherwise it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know you have to have something that to, to knock the top off of it. Yeah, you know? exactly. So it so it's you know you can. You can um, you can live with it. You can mm-hmm. live with it. Yeah. What's the difference to you between us irony, sarcasm, and like absurdity? Because I feel like irony is a huge ingredient in most contemporary art. But it's yeah. You know, this is where you'd need Alexi because you know what? There are probably distinctions. And I would use those words interchangeable, and I'm sure that's not true. Mm. I'm sure that's, I think that's wrong, but I don't know what the, I don't know how to parse the, you know. Um, I just know that when I see a painting that's like John Kern making fun of um, Down syndrome prom queens or aging um, anorexic socialites, I just want to wring his fucking neck. Mm. Do you know? I mean, it's, uh, mm. I'm, I'm really. They're mean. They're just so mean. Uh-huh. And um, he could do anything he wants to do. Do you know? We all can. We we have that. You know. So to to do that is is like um, to be a bully that um, like kicks dirt in a. Do you know, do you know what I mean? It just seems so such a waste. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, really I feel sorry. Sad for him when I see uh, some of his paintings. <laughs> Don't feel sad for him. He's, he's made so he's angry. made decisions, and he's made decisions that. Um, do, do you not always think he's he's like? Um, and then uh, if I hear one more time, what a great pain! You know what a terrific. But he's a great painter. No, he's not. He's he's Bougarou. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? He's got chops, but uh-huh. but his chops aren't even um, particularly interesting. Do do, right. do you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. You know, he licks the god. Do, do you know, there's there's something kind of like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they're, they're so mean-spirited. Really mean-spirited. At, at kind of low-hanging fruit in a way. Like, yeah. It's like, why and not so he has, he has um, do, do you know, he has uh, a club that supports it. And in supporting them, they don't have to worry that they're the target. They're the cool kids, not the target. Classic like bully behavior. Uh, hello, <laughs> I mean, is that not just the the, the definition? Absolutely. Of, um, so no, I have no interest in that work, none. Do, do you know? And um, I went to school with him. He was a really nice guy. Do, do you know? I'm blah blah blah. I don't know anything about him now, mm-hmm. but I, I cannot bear his his choices. Mm-hmm. I cannot bear it. You know? And I do think. Um, who was I just talking to this about? It didn't go well, but I'll tell you. Um, I think it's it, it's like a moral issue to be a painter. <laughs> do, do you know? Like I, fe- I, I like feel. This track. You know, I feel like, yeah, that part of my job as a painter is to um, 
correct the world. I mean, that, that sounds no, so, that's a, but just, you know, like make a world that um, is humane yeah. and welcoming. One of the great things, another thing that, um, I'm not a huge Gustin fan. Isn't that funny? But I like him fine. I, I, him. I, I don't love him. I love him in reproduction. I love him. I love him in reproduction. I love him graphically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I'm in front of the paintings, I'm always like sli- slightly let down by how he paints. It doesn't matter. Just how he paints. Yeah. Huh. Do you know? But I love the compositions. But anyway, he wrote this 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 really wonderful thing. He said um, all of the art critics in the world could jump off a cliff, and Rembrandt would be just fine. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do you know? Like he he needs no. Um, explanation he needs no um he doesn't need someone to make a pedestal for him Mm-mm, he doesn't need an explanation okay. right right the work the work is um is accessible the more you know about painting the more he's got but if you know nothing about painting um you'll still be moved by him right that's what makes a great painter i, I think, think so, so too. i think so i think the more the more um available the message is you know the bigger the big the bigger community we can have not ex- and and not like secret clubs right you know some uh-huh. work i'm like i'm not in a club you know or or when i'm listening to some smarty pants talking about art i think i don't know what you're talking about do, <laughs> do you know i don't think i don't and 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 it's not that that it's not that talking about art in all kinds of ways isn't um important but as a make, you know, as a maker, for me, um, just has to be clear. You know, I think that I love that type of art. Like I think maybe John Steinbeck's a writer who does that. That you just you can read it as a story, or you can read it, you know, twenty years later and get something totally different sure. from it. You know, yeah. they just kind of keep going deeper and deeper. Yeah, yeah. I you love that stuff. You know, the, you know that that crazy. Um, well, the modern's closed now, but at the modern, the Cezanne bather, you know, the standing man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Every time I go in there, he's different. Ah, you yeah. know, sometimes I go in and I think, I don't get it. You know, it's like, what a dumb painting. And then sometimes I go in, I love you. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 do you know what I mean? It's, 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 a, it, it's like a living thing. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I have a different response to it. You know, and then when I go see, like I just went to Washington to see the Tintoretto show, which is extraordinary. It's completely fucked me up in my studio. <laughs> I want to be Tintoretto. But, um, do, do you know, I go, to the, I go to see the collection in Washington, and I haven't seen it for like eight months or something, and everything looks different. Do you mm. know, like the paintings, I think, I can't wait to see that. I think, I don't care about it. Yeah. What's that? Mm. Do, do you know? Yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah. I heard a quote by this woman who writes about paintings. Every time that you've walked through the Met, you should be exhausted by the time you leave the room. You should be terribly, it's it's exhausting. And then she also says, which I love, when you come back to the painting, the painting doesn't change, only you've changed. You've changed. Right. You bring that with you to the painting. And even Margaret Bowen was telling me, she's like, the painting exists like in the past, the present, and future tense at all times. It's oh, it's accessible from all these yeah. places, even though it's a, it's one. You know that image. Th- that's that's a brilliant um, thing, 
and it's why I do not understand why you can be you can say that aren't we done with you know certain paintings yeah no way no do, mm -hmm. do you know paintings renew 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 mm -hmm. um and that brings us to storytelling storytelling <laughs> <laughs> because you're using you're using stories, stories that have been told a million times yes, a million yes, different yes, ways yes, and yes. you're making them so contemporary and present and personal in some ways i just do you think of yourself as a storyteller? Yes, I always have. That's amazing. Mm. I always have. Talk to us about your love of stories. My love of stories. <laughs> um, I just like stories. Do, do you know, I think... I have a, a best friend, and she's a spectacular painter. And so we go to look at paintings, and um, she's a real formalist, right? And the forty seventh thing she notices is what the is what the painting's about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said, Are you kidding me? They're raping these women and they're killing the you know, the horses are and she's like it, but it honest to God and it's not pretend. Yeah. She she just that's the last thing. Yeah. When we, we were in um we were in Washington, she said, pay a little bit more attention to the story. So no, you're not. You know, no, you're not. Um, her, although her paintings do have stories, but um, you know, the first thing I check out, like it, when you're at the dentist and you pick up People magazine. Oh, it's my first response to a painting. Oh, what's the story? The intrigue. Yeah. Oh. Oh. What's Who's doing oh, what to do with oh. this? You know. I mean, I honest to God, that's uh. my. And maybe that's because I didn't know about painting before. Do, do you know? I don't know. Right, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I would just look look at them as pictures. Right. Pictures of things. Do you, you, do you like know? You, even your titles, like Saint George and the Dragon, the Good Samaritan, um, the ex the Expulsion, David and Goliath, Hades and Persephone. Like those are just a few titles of some of your paintings. The titles say they kind of jog my memory of what the story's about. Yeah, they're just. A, but there are stories. You know, I had. Um, I was working on. Adam and Eve, and did, I, did I tell you the story? No, anyway, Adam and Eve and the goats. And I had a friend that came in, and he said, there weren't any goats there. You I have? I laughed my ass off. Yeah. Thank you. But there, so somebody came into my studio when, before, you know, was at that show at Kent, and said, um, there are no goats in Adam and Eve. I said, were you there? <laughs> but but because, because it's a story that, that is like, that's my story. I mean, I that's I right. I have that that's I own More that story, and yeah. so when I'm screwing with the story, he's like alert. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> but I I love that, you know. Or um, you know, there'll be other stories that I'll I'll torque them. You know, there are very few things I can do to fix the world, but I can rewrite history. Uh huh. Uh -huh. You know, but that's where that's where I think that's where that it's fun for humor me. is so powerful in your work because it is just adding goats to Adam and Eve, which is there's a it's subverting an old story. It's funny. It it changes your expectations, sort of irony, and it's just like it works as a sophisticated thing. You want to keep questioning, like keep keep thinking about. You know, right? It's not just some one liner like Adam and Eve. You know whatever blow up or whatever no you know? no like yeah no like that's it's a little that doesn't, no it's just like maybe they had goats why not yeah maybe they had some goats they were in paradise they had goats you know or um do, do you know my leda leda and the swan 
they were teenagers having consensual sex on oh. a picnic on, on a picnic thing. Do, do you know? There's no rape here. Yeah. Do, do, do you know? I just, I just twisted it slightly. Right. You yeah. still know they. Yeah, and that twist. was that's in, to take back a rape. Ha <laughs> ha. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I just Even me. Saint George and the Dragon. He's getting his balls burned off. By oh yeah. The oh yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah. gonna go in for the kill, but he's gonna lose something important. I know. Important I know. <laughs> you know, I didn't. Too. I didn't even. I didn't even think. Uh, is he naked? I don't think he's naked. Oh, I think he's got. Is he naked? Is he naked? Well, he might be naked. I like painting naked people. <laughs> naked men is fun to naked paint. They're, they're very, very fun. They're very fun. But, yeah. you know, when I first started painting naked men, you know, like, we have codes for... Um, na- Maybe this is a dumb thing to say, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, you know, when you when you paint a naked woman, there, there are so many, um, like, signs and sa- things for naked women who aren't, like predatory or like about yeah. to about to fuck somebody yeah. right you get a naked man you got trouble right yeah there's exactly. no, there's the right there's no such thing as um a silly no just a casual <laughs> naked man they're right. casual naked women in art all the time uh-huh. you know they're not right so i love everything you're saying you too actually <laughs> it's so great so to try and find a code you know like um uh, signage for men genitalia. You're and then, exploring that. Oh, I know. So, but then the great thing is, like, you're drinking with women painters, and you're saying, yeah, I want, I just want, you know. No one knew, you know, they, they either know just had sex, going to have, but no one knew just um, harmless male genitalia. Yeah. To, to, you know, like, not, not pre-sex, after sex, wish we could have sex, we didn't have sex. Do you know, like... Just a guy walking around. Um, <laughs> so to try and kind of take the, um, take that not away from it, but but to neutralize it That's in the way amazing. that that painters have from time immemorial kind of made women being naked nothing. Do, yeah. do you know? I mean, I think that's extraordinary. Do, do you know there's... To be able to do it in the to, first place. Yeah, to, to do it, but men have always... The male, naked males have always been kind of resistant visually to just being nothing. Yeah, do, do, exactly. Do you know? Just kind of like, here I am. But there is so much power in an image using them. Like, I, I in the, my most recent shows, a lot of naked men, because it does... it really fucks with people how they perceive it yeah you know? it's like what it's are they all doing? of a sudden it's yeah. either it's either overtly kind of silly like that body or it's a predator and it's always a weird thing yeah you know? yeah, really yeah yeah no it's just there. it's you know it's it's so tough i remember going to the met with um the, the same painter my friend we we went shopping for male genitalia just to like <laughs> you know like just like a little bass, la, 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 la. It's like, and then you know the Greek sculpture, they just make little tiny itty bitty like nothing. Penises. Well, a little penis in Greek sculpture was a sign of like status, essentially. They were you wanted a little penis back in those sculptures. Yeah, in it was interesting. Well, the sculptures. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no one ever. Yeah, I mean, you know, right. yes, so no, like no, a, it's good. Yeah. No, 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 it's uh-huh. good. Yeah, right. So it wasn't a deal. Right. It wasn't a deal. It wasn't right. a. Uh huh. Yeah, so it was it was hilarious, you know, just shopping. Um. There's this comedy troupe that I like called uh, the Kids in the Hall. Do you remember that old show, Kids in the Hall? No. 
anyway, they're hilarious. And one of the guys now is doing theater. And he talks about, I think he's, he's uh, homosexual, and he talks about having naked men on stage in theater and how he loves it because he says you can watch the temperature of the room change once that guy walks on stage, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, and he says, like, basically he'll have nude women too, and it's sort of, everyone's kind of interested and whatever, but it doesn't change the temperature, temperature like of the having room. nude men. No, no, yeah. it's, 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 yeah, no, it's great. It's yeah. real interesting. Yeah, no, it's, it's a funny thing. But, do you, um, do you feel like myths and, like, Heroes and biblical references are, are they like a treasure trove of like yeah. not just stories but just possibilities of like care like do you feel like you're developing characters? Yeah, you are know somebody like somebody said like, somebody said to me once, um, what is this? And it wasn't a, it wasn't a myth. And I said it's um it's a it's you know, like my myth people on holiday. You know, because, the, you know, you have a certain um, attitude about a, a figure in a painting. <laughs> and, and so you, you start, what, what myth is this? It's not a myth. They're on holiday. <laughs> you know, they're just like at the beach. <laughs> but, they, but they still, da, 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 you know, they're all naked. And uh, they're not doing, you know. Anything. <laughs> no, it's not a story. So but, um, yeah. And you've, yeah. all, you've also been using multiple figures in your pieces for a really long time. Like, I look, look all the way back, like 1998. Oh, yeah. You're, like, even though the, the narratives were slightly, they weren't really that different. It was like no, it's Bob, just... Bob at the gym or something. Oh, I know, and, I know. But it's like, there's a, that's a whole story. Like, that is its own universe. Like, yeah. it is just as hilarious, but you're using multiple figures to kind of, their conversation yeah, yeah. really matters in telling the story. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, I, I think... Um, I'll just tell you this. Do you know, I I like. Um, do, do you know, like if you're if you go to war, okay, you can have a skirmish, or you can have a set piece battle. Okay, a skirmish is you know something that you kind of stumble on and, you know, tick, 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 right. But a set piece, it's a planned battle. Mm -hmm. Okay, you 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 know. Agincourt, you know, there's some he, um, Gettysburg. These were battles that were anticipated, uh -huh. and so you bring all your guns and you bring everything, and you, you it's it's a big deal. Right. Okay. When I paint, I always want um, a set piece. Do, do you know what I mean? I always want a, mm. a big battle. I don't want a skirm. I don't want a small. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like multiple figures um you know it's it, it's not a coincidence that that many painters who i adore mid-career to late career um took up these stories as well do, mm. do you know and they were always always metaphors for what was going on in their time right. you know mm. um the flaying of marsalis you know, late Titian, you know, political situation was, do you know, it wasn't, he, and his audience would have felt that that connection, you mm. know. Um, that's, that's a, that's, it, you know, I don't want to make little painting. I mean, not little, but, I, you know, I don't want to make. Well, the thing about painting is you can kind of do it on a grand scale with no budget, like, you can make, you know, <laughs> you can bring all the horses and the stuff into yeah. it. 
and you could you don't have oh, to like, like pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Jerry yeah. Bruckheimer films a battle scene that cost him like a billion dollars. Yeah, no, no. I, I, right, I might have a few extra. <laughs> yeah, a few extra jars of you know series point. something. But yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes. Like when I look at your paintings, I'm thinking, it's so juicy, it's so layered, that's like that thick. She's the, she's not afraid. Uh -huh. and I'm scared same, to death. At the same time, those painting, yeah. like the paint, like it's super tonal. I always notice the color, but also that it's tonally yeah. like pitched perfectly. You get to well, the darkest, thank dark, you. To the brightest, bright, and it's like Thanks. you don't even. Yeah. But my point is, how do you, if you had to walk us through your process, like painting with. That material. I don't, you know, I don't know. But um, I, I do know that I, st I'm, I make prints mm -hmm. and I started to do um, etching aqua t and aquatints and it, um, it really helped my scale, hmm. my value scale. Hmm. Yeah. I also think, and I tell this to my students all the time, I tell it to everyone, color comes to you late. There are color very few, late. yeah. I think color is so personal. I can, I, you know, when, when people say, yeah, I took a color class, I think, what's that? Right. To, yeah. Color is so personal. Well, not honestly. Yeah. Mm. People not even teach it in class. You just I, talk about temperature. That's about as close as you get. Yeah. No, I, I, I would talk to you about value. I'd talk to you about, um, I, I talk about a million things, but um, color, the best colorists, um, that I can think of, there's there's nothing to learn. Do, do, I mean, do, you know, nobody taught them Seriously that, there. you know. That's fascinating. You you use on your more recent paintings this red really beautifully, like the cardinals. Oh, my cardinals! Yeah. Is that is is there any color you could speak to on that? Is it a feeling you're just reacting to, or what the color? The yeah, red? like like that use of red that sort of recurs through in a, in a mm. really beautiful way. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> I like it. Perfect no, answer. I like, I like cardinals, you know. Uh -huh. I like, I like, um, I don't know. Yeah. What am I in love with right now? I'm in love with gold green. Have you ever used that, gold green? Gold green, yes, I have used that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you, I, you just fall in love with the color and say, um, I'm going out with gold green, and I, um, I broke up with... <laughs> Turkey umber. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found turkey umber. The turkey umber. And then what was the other one? The one that almost like made me wet my pants was I was looking through the thing and said, Corbet green. I think, who doesn't have to have Corbet green? So I get this tube. I'm okay. I'm safe. Um, so I still use it and I still use turkey umber, but, um, you know. Not on Saturday night. I go out with you know gold green. <laughs> gold so I have you know you have day. these these um, you know these affairs with like I love that yeah mm. that's good. The the sculptures you do, do you like those as if they're a tonal drawing? No. No, I, I do them in daylight. Huh. No, I do them in daylight. They look so good. Like, I think he's I'm, asking if you light them when you paint. Like, do you paint no, them? No, no. Oh, okay. No, it, it's. I had it. I had it. I had thought that you might. No, yeah. no, I don't. You know, when I went to see the Tintoretto show, they had he had made um, little maquettes. Maquettes, 
and they had a you know facsimile of a maquette and I thought oh my god it was a um, an angel that he'd made out of wax they'd made out of wax I don't know where they got this from there's no photographs and you know put clothes on it and like hoisted it up and it was like oh my god <laughs> you know artists Ingenuity. are just oh he's nuts it's nuts it was great yeah yeah but so, they they help they help what is one painting that you have that you think defines you the most? Is there one? You know, I have, uh, you know, uh, there's one painting that um, I have. It's not a very good painting, um, but at a certain point in my life, this is like maybe tw 15, 20 years, 15 maybe even 20 years ago, you know, I was in the studio and I, I kept thinking I was, in, you know, in my garage, cracked, mm -hmm. you know, not coming out yet, not coming yeah, out yeah. yet, not coming out. Somebody came into my studio once and said, you know, you know everything you need to know to make the paintings you want to paint. Stop practicing and make the paintings. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, what? So they left and, um, you know, I was like, oh, I'm not, you know, oh my God, I, you know, Laura, I can't do that. And then I decided I was going to become an Academy Award-winning um, performer and pretend that I was a truly gifted painter, just okay. facile as hell, and I could do anything. So I made this painting called The Anderson Brothers, and it was really, it was just like out of, out of nowhere, and I just went in and um, four figures in a, you know, it's not... It, you know, I have a real soft spot for it. But it changed my life because I just mm. said, I'm good. Do, do you know what I'm... Not, wow. I'm getting ready. I'm you know, I'm good. I can do anything. Do, it was... Um, the mindset. And wow. I, had to, I had to pretend. Otherwise, I would still be in my studio saying, Bonard's better than me. Now, the thing about Bonard, Bonard is better than me. But Bonard doesn't have more chops than I have. Mm. He doesn't have... Bonard is painting his paintings. Mm. Do, do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like his drawing sucks. His, you know, I mean, it, 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 he knows everything he needs to know to make Bonard's paintings, which are brilliant, right? And you mean Bernard got really close to who Bernard is? Bonard, yeah. He, he, um, he didn't, he didn't think that chops or skills were, were, were what the boat that was going to row him to himself, mm. okay? Mm. He believed that, that if he was um, kind of honest and attentive and alert to what he was doing and how he was doing it, that his paintings would be um, his. Do, do you know what I mean? And that's all. That's isn't that all we're trying to do is make that's our exactly. paintings. Do, mm -hmm. do you know? Not make a good painting or a painting that my mommy would like. Mm -hmm. um, right. Um, right. But to to make the most Bonard painting in the world. So it, exactly you, exactly me, exactly me. And um, and after that point, that was something I just continued to insist on, that I tell the truth, you know. And if I'm wrong. <laughs> But it's not about making a better hand or, mm -hmm. do you know? Do, do you know what I mean? I love it. I yeah. absolutely know. Yeah. I'm almost getting chills about yeah. that. Like it's that's just a like really a great sentiment. You just keep, keep, 
keep finding yourself mm. and um and then you pretend you pretend in the beginning because i i couldn't you know and um i still have that painting yeah. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. It's not very good. But <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I still I look at it now, I think, you know, I I love what you what it meant. Mm-hmm. Um and what it showed you about yeah. yourself. I think my it, by that rubric, I think my best painting is not one I'd say is very good either. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly the yeah. same thing. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It means a lot to me and it yeah. like it, it, cha- just, it, it changed changed. changed your life. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I just have to say, Kof, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you this so was coming. this was really much. fun. Thank you. I'm so You're glad that you came. Me so much to think no, about. you guys did too. And really I had wine. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we off now? Oh, okay. hey, Sophia. What? Guess what? What? People are giving us money. No way. They're literally giving us money. They're giving us money right now. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear it. Can I? <laughs> Smell it. Can other people give us money too? I hope so. How do people give us money? Go on to artgrindpodcast.com and click the button donate with PayPal and follow the instructions. Yeah. The prompts? The prompts. Thanks again, guys. Stay safe out there. Don't get murdered. <laughs> so that's a, that's <laughs> a different podcast. <laughs> That's a much that's a much better podcast than ours. <laughs> Stand clear of the closing doors, please.